This is Christine, and you all know the drill by now. We're about to wrap up Act 3 of Chronicles of the Gatekeeper in this season of Heroes of the Hydean Way. Send in your questions about the end of the season, our characters, and our experiences to heroes at theheideanway.com, or reach out to us on Discord. Now, with that out of the way, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. This is Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. I regret to report that both our Jedi Order and the Republic have fallen, with the dark shadow of the Empire rising to take their place. This message is a warning and a reminder for any surviving Jedi. Trust in the Force. They've outgrown their age of rebellion, dulled the Empire's edge, defeated Imperial generals and the Pirate Queen's dredge. They've been soldiers and scoundrels, what's there left to be? How about Lasaka life, looking for their force and destiny? There's a seer, hermit, investigator, and teacher, better watch your back, or a vibe or rings gonna reach you. Will this team find the light, or will darkness win the day? Find out with the heroes of the and Way. Previously on Heroes of the Hydean Way, four travelers were drawn together by a shared vision in the Force, and became a team when they embarked on a journey to solve the mystery of the holocron of Jedi Soldier Ward. On Arbuin, they found Ward's fallen learner, broken by the loss of his teacher. On Cato Nemoidia, they found a city filled with the memories of the war, haunted by the shadows of violence as done by Ward, among many others. They followed visions and echoes of him through the Force, to the planet of Moraband, and they have fought through to the very doorstep of his hiding place. Join them this week as they finally, officially, meet the man of the hour. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a Star Wars actual play podcast, and we're playing in Fantasy Flight Games' Force and Destiny system. This adventure is inspired by Chronicles of the Gatekeeper, as developed by Tim Cox and Max Brook. This is Act 3, Episode 15, and I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. I'm Kesh, the Trandoshan mystic seer and Yemen disciple. I'm Koba, the Doug Sentinel investigator. And she an expert. All right. Uh, I, 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 right. I keep forgetting. I'm supposed to say that other thing, even though I'm not really an expert or anything. But I'm Skip. I am the Claren Seeker Hermit. A Taru Striker. Nice. Bum, bum, bum. Good job getting your name right this time. Hey, it's very <laughs> difficult being me. Skip, we've got like 700 experience. We're basically the most competent people in the galaxy. I'm not entirely sure how you count experience. Is it item by item? I don't know, but I'm Hillary. Uh, I'm still just the Alina teacher, sage, something, something. I'm not a disciple, expert, or striker. I'm here. Huzzah. See, that's the thing. I don't really know what Koba's talking about with experience, but I really think that since you're, you know, a parent and you've traveled a lot, then you have a lot more life experience. So you probably, you know, if we're at 700, then you must be, you know, 3,000 or something. Experience. How indeed do you count experience? I don't know. Is it... I think Kesh also probably has a lot of experience because Kesh is also old. Is it? Uh, and you're, 
You know, also, nobody really knows old. how old Koba is, but Koba seriously clearly has a lot of experience because there's so many stories to go along with the saxophone music. Is it is it in long, lonely nights when you have nothing to keep you company but half a bottle of spice and your own regrets? Is it in loss? Things that life has taken from you or that you've given away? in sunsets or I don't know. Perhaps it's related to how many roads we walk down. Mm. If I've learned anything on this little journey, it's that Koba doesn't pay enough attention to the good stuff. So you're talking about all this experience, like all the bad, dreadful, sad things. You know what we need to do when this is all over? We need to go someplace nice and throw Koba a rotation day party with balloons. Mm. I get the feeling Koba's never had one of those. Well, not since my 28th rotation day party went bad. <sighs> to learn more about our heroes, we get one to ask another a question, and it is now Koba's turn. <sighs> he skip. Why is everyone always picking on me? Because you're the protagonist. <laughs> okay, fine. But if I answer a question for you, you need to tell me what your favorite food is. <laughs> okay. Okay. What? Well, now you just got me thinking about all of my rotation day parties. I'm not. I'm not sure I'm going to get much useful out of Skip today. Uh, <laughs> Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. What do you think you've learned over the course of this entire Koba waves his foot vaguely adventure? Ah, yes, the Hillary waves a hand vaguely adventure. I dare say I've learned a number of useful skills. I've learned a lot about my new friends, and I've learned the value of recognizing decisions made entirely baselessly out of fear. Uh, uh, like what? Lashing out. Hurting people wantonly. Hurting people with slightly less wantonness. Jumping in the way of things. I could go for a wonton. We can get wontons after we don't die, Skip. You're all just making me hungry. I don't know, really. I just see a lot of what I have done. And while I meant the best, I didn't get past the whole, whole criff, everything is going to blow up. But to be fair, a lot of things have blown up, so maybe I'm not as far out of line as I once thought. Mm. No, you know what they say. I know what many people say. Could you specify? Well, the, <laughs> the, the thing I'm specifically talking about, uh, the, ro the road to Mustafar is paved with good intentions. And slash or clandestine love affairs that the Jedi Order wouldn't approve of. This seems like a very specific saying, but I can see the general application is available. It's very common in a certain part of the outer rim. I can at least assure you of that. <laughs> well, 
Much as I wouldn't mind visiting Mustafar, I'd like to not go there on a way paved with good intentions. That sounds terrible. I don't want to go with a way paved on bad... I don't... Maybe I shouldn't go to Mustafar. You can just fly there, then you don't have to worry about how it's paved. I'm cutting into the question too much this episode. Goodbye. I think it's only fair since it was originally your question. And you know something else I might have learned along this trip, Koba? What? Your favorite food. Huh? Oh. How, how did you come by that piece of information? A father never reveals his secrets. Nose tap. Shifty eyes. Shrug it. Skip. <laughs> oh, gosh. Let's ate something real gross. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, Skip, that's probably been sitting yeah. in your bag for months now. Mm. When oh, was no. the last time we had that, eggs? That was my favorite food. <laughs> <laughs> so our destiny pool, we're back to two light side points and four dark side points. The four of you stand as you have come out from a spiral staircase up from the throne room of this stone citadel. Standing at the base of a arena, sand-covered floor, open to the sky, you can see the sky in the direction to the west is clearing. You can start seeing clouded, smoky figures starting to fill the stands of the arena. And there... Seated seemingly in the middle of the arena on a shining black throne is a bushy bearded old human that has legs bent over one side, their heads sort of leaning back on the other and just laughing. <laughs> oh, so it is finally to come. <laughs> Oh, this day has been long anticipated. Now, how is this crossroads to play out? Do any of you have a clue horn? Uh, I think that's wherever Hillary's top hat is. Oh. I.e., not present. Just for clarity's sake. It's not like down the stairs or something. Right, right. Of course. And now here it is. You are. Now why is it I think you are here again? To learn the ways of the future? Or is it something else? Ideally we'd like to speak with you. Oh. That could be a thing. Of course, of course. Now what do you want to speak to me about? I do have a bit to say about the Jedi Order. There was a little bit of a tussle, but generally I've got a good history on that. Uh, the Republic is definitely a thing that I have a bit of experience on. Uh, what might it be? Hmm. I'm not certain I can distill it down into one topic so readily. Do you mind if we approach? Mm. Yes. 
You can approach me, learners. And energetically, he'll switch how he is sitting. Now, still in these somewhat old threadbare robes, still a little bit of a crazed look in his eyes, but now he's sitting on the left armrest of the throne with his right foot sitting on the actual seat and his left leg dangling down. Uh, Hillary will start to approach. The The lightsaber is still out, but it's held down, not like up and defensively per se. He's eyeballing the figures in the stands. They don't seem to be making any moves toward us. They do not, at least not yet, but with each step, it's like another 10 appear in the stands. On the other hand, it's a pretty big amphitheater, so. Kesh will start to approach uh, behind Hillary, her uh, claw still wrapped around uh, her own lightsaber, because she, she knows from her last chat how quickly the situation can turn. <laughs> Fair enough. Koba will stick close to them, still keeping um, uh, die committed to sense <laughs> and sabers in defensive position. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, I do see that you are not the trusting sort. This is good. This is good. This is good. Oh. Mm. And you will hold up a finger. And then his legs will pull up into a cross-legged sitting where he's still balanced on the left armrest of the throne. And his eyes close for a moment. And he will roll. Okay, that's a lot of force dice. (laughs) And because it's a virgins, came up five and five. Yeah. Okay. What exactly uh, is going to happen? So what's going to happen is Ward is going to untangle his legs, slide in the same movement down onto the seat of the throne, and relax back into the backrest, looking very, very calm. His head is twisted about 10-15 degrees to the right like he's looking at you inquisitively hmm so you're here to see if you can redeem me or at least see if there's a spark of light within that's a very interesting approach to take there have been others before well there was one other before yes others is a little the wrong term but There was one who happened by, and they were not open to all sides, one might say. They had a very closed up, very um, my way, almost an imperial way about them, and they did not do well around here. Hillary is actually going to hold up his saber, like across the way and do the quick twist to turn it off. He's not going to put it away. He's just going to keep it at at his side um, and shoot kind of an apologetic look at the others. Like, 
I know you probably want me to be more prepared than this, but I have to try. Cash will kind of just gesture a claw forward as to say, go right ahead. You had more success with uh, Markov than she ever expected, so uh, she knows you have to try. I have no idea how to begin this conversation. So I'm going to start by taking a couple steps ahead of the group. Hands still kind of held up, like in the whole, I don't want to hurt you kind of way. Not that I look particularly intimidating in my tiny little slightly rotund dinosaur dad bod. <laughs> yeah, this guy knew Yoda, so he probably... <laughs> okay, fair point. Little dudes can be dangerous. So I'm getting this like mischievous leprechaun thing out of this RP. Does he Does he look like how his holograph looks? Yes, he does. Okay. But his mannerisms are just very different. Yeah, his mannerism is pretty different to how he had been. Okay, cool. If I could be so forward as to begin with an introduction. My name is Hillary. I am traditionally known as Lord High Lord Hillary Aloric of the Flying Alorics, first of his name. Uh, however, I think a single name works well for here. And I would like to ask how you've come to be here. Oh, how I have come to be here. Now, that is a very interesting... Well, not really that interesting. I mean, there was a fight that happened on Jorah. Then I wasn't really wanting to stick around at the time because uh, really I did kill a bunch of people. And there was that peace treaty that kind of got messed up. But they were... You see, here's the thing. They were coming to ambush us. They had the people, they had the intent, they were there. They were there and they didn't trust us at all. And because of that, they were going to attack. They knew that this was a perfect time to attack us. And I know, I saw it all. I saw what they were going to do to us. So, I acted before they could. And how did that go for you? Well, because of my companions not having the same insights into the future that I had, it went worse than I had hoped, but better than I had figured. Sadly, they died. At least I think most of them died. No, there was one that I'm not entirely certain of. But the rest of them had to have died. And you can see how this would be a problem for any meeting peace talks or no yes i could see that yes that i could see that being a bit of an issue yes okay okay just wanted to figure out where we were starting from um were there no other routes you could have taken at that point we were at war it was I was acting on what the Force had told me, and what the Force was showing me of their hearts and their intentions. They came there intending to attack, much as you came here intending to talk. There's some conflict within the four of you as to whether I am an actual threat, or whether it is this other that you're more fearing. 
Or maybe we're not afraid and we just want to have it all done. <laughs> oh, yes. I can definitely tell that a few of you are very much like that. What did the Force show you? When, for the Force showing me, then it was a delegation telling their droids to attack us. My companions being struck down by blaster bolts to their back. Here, the Force showed us talking. The four of you, very uneasy, and then a dramatic whoosh. But I'm not quite sure what that is. Things didn't quite go past that. When you're looking for the finer details that I've had, sometimes there are blockages in the future. That there are too many possibilities to fully understand and grasp the underlying situations of it. There are always too many possibilities. Nothing is set in stone. It may not be set in stone, like so many things here, but it is most certainly set in the Force. For each of us have our path, our path forward, our path backwards. And what we show to the Force, the Force knows. But the, but the Force is a living thing. It kind of sounds to me like the Force is the problem. What would happen if we all just said no? Ran away from the Force? Stopped using our power? Can we just shut it off? Can we Can we say no to the Force? Can like Is the Force something that we can just say no? And, and, and get rid of all of this nonsense? Because it really sounds like all of us would just be better without it. Can't argue with you there. It has complicated matters. I've only ever met people who uh, use this power for their own gain to hurt people sooner or later. Oh, those are most certainly the tales I get told. Eventually finding a way to make it so that you are acting out of fear or anger or desperation. And I will admit I have done all of those. Off of Jorah, I most certainly acted out of fear and desperation. First fear of what was going to happen to my colleagues, and then desperation after I had overcome so many droids and people. All with the misunderstanding of what I did. But I can also understand their point of view. If you do not have this knowledge, we could no sooner turn that off than... We could stop talking or breathing. Uh. Possible, yes, but very disadvantageous. I don't really know what I expected. You're not what I expected. You're kind of... It's kind of broken you, hasn't it? <laughs> Look, being afraid and being, you know, full of despair, those are normal things for a being to experience. It really kind of seems to me at this point that the concept of the Force is this thing to punish you for not accepting just being miserable in this galaxy. I just... Can we just stop this? Can we just, can we just stop it all? Can you just shut off your little castle of chaos and shadow things and can we just can we just be done this doesn't have to be this way the shadow things are not mine to control regretfully otherwise you would have had a much easier time getting to me 
No, the shadow things are from people who have made poor choices in their past, where they've found selfishness is the way to act and to be. It has consumed everything of them other than their personality. The man who's hidden out on this planet for the last 20 years wants to lecture us on selfishness. I saw that I was a danger. Especially if I did not have full control over this. And, well, it took me a long time to understand it. The thing is, you never have full control. The Force, as you said, it cannot be turned off. We've, we've all learned that. We've all had moments where we've done something without thinking, without trying. And the Force is what responds. It's not something you can contain. Not something you can control. You have to, I don't know, work with it. Manage it. No, not even that. It's, it is bigger than us. We are within it. So we have to kind of, I don't think I have the biology to have the correct metaphors for what I'm trying for. It's like an ocean current. Always in motion. Ebbs and flows. Precisely. Skip's face is sort of all screwing up here with the exertion of just too much philosophical thinking. But it kind of turns their back to Ward and is looking back at all of you now. I, I, if I'm getting this right, and maybe I'm not, it kind of sounds like this guy came here to stop using the force for bad things, but the force kind of followed him here to punish him with these shadow things? Are, are we fighting the wrong thing? How do you fight the force? No, I think they preceded him. I don't know, but I don't think the answer's here. This man's not a danger. He's a coward. Oh. <sighs> What's wrong with being cowardly? What What is out there saying that you have to do anything? Because sometimes, Skip, people have responsibilities, if not to themselves or the people close to them, but at least to uh, their world, their galaxy. You can't just run from that. You know, so you can, but... that That's really rich coming from somebody that kind of sounds like he's hiding from everything in his past. I carry everything from my past with me, Skip. Why do you think I know that you can't escape it? Because I've tried. Maybe you just needed better friends to help you escape it. I think we can probably all fight this together. Yeah, but I don't think Ward's really going to be an important part of that equation, do you? No, of course not. He's given up already. Skip just sort of, like, makes this very, like, dismissing motion over their shoulder, just like, Ward's here, Ward, Ward doesn't matter. Obviously coming here was a mistake, this was the wrong thing. But, uh, this, but it is good to know. If we get off the planet soon, we may still get out of here before the Inquisitor shows up. Let's go, uh, I don't know, kill the Force or whatever. But, uh, it sounded like you had more 
ambitions when last we spoke. Cash speaks up, her eyes still on Ward. Don't tell me you've abandoned those in just a couple short days. What makes you think that I've abandoned my plans? It is unlikely that I would ever be able to defeat the four of you in straight combat. No, as I recall, you were looking for assistance. But it doesn't seem like uh, you're the one trying to persuade us so much as the other way around. (laughs) Sometimes the best assistance is the one freely given. And most certainly, the four of you have been working towards helping me in such ways. Or abandoning, as your fine Doug friend is wont to. Collecting the crystals, you mean? Oh, yes, the crystals. I forgot about the crystals. Well, no, I didn't quite forget about them, but there was... The crystals. You mean... And with that, he'll snap his finger. There'll be a holocron crystal in his hand. I knew there was a thing. Discipline? Discipline or vigilance? I think depending on Star Wars versus Genesis roles. I want to get individual... It feels more vigilance, but I'll accept discipline. Yeah, I've always found discipline was a little bit of a weird uh, mechanical choice, but it is what the book says. Okay. So, I often house rule it, but... I'll go with either, because I'm quite okay. On the other hand, I also know what you're going up against, so I'm also fairly okay with that. It is going to be three reds and a purple. Oh, good. Okay. I'm at least going to go for it. One success. That's because only one success was rolled. I know, only one success was rolled. Everything else was advantages and threats that canceled each other out. (laughs) This seems like a good time to use a clever solution. (laughs) (laughs) Hi! I got an advantage. (laughs) You think I've set things aside. You think I have decided... That my ambitions are not worthwhile. Uh, that That is fine. But I think you are missing out on one small idea. You have willingly brought a representative of the Imperials here. Whether it is now or whether it is in hours, days, maybe even a week. There shall be one here, and they most certainly are going to be receptive to any of the powers that I want to teach them. And with the power that I have learned here, they are going to have a hard time keeping it from me. Ren was absolutely right. He was... Maybe not quite going full Yoda on being the playful person, but he was definitely being as chaotic and kind of lively as what he had been. Now, his entire demeanor has gone a little bit more rock solid, and he is straightened, standing very upright. You can see his beard, which had been very flowy, now somehow... Like, it had been very bushy, very sort of wild. Now, his beard has 
come down to the somewhat minister-like point and is looking at the four of you with a big grin. So he went from Gandalf to the evil twin goatee. Yeah. He went from Gandalf to Saruman. I mean, that seems pretty straightforward. (laughs) Yeah. That's excellent. With that, in one hand, he has a very known crystal to you. Mm -hmm. You know there is the third crystal for the holocron. Probably the last 20 years of his experience on Moribant, as well as the last of his teachings. In his other, he just points up. Not quite doing a one moment, just points up. And it's at that point where you hear a ship coming out of hyperspace just at the top of the atmosphere. You can see, on account of the ship's just big enough for it, the diamond and triangle aft of a Imperial-like cruiser in the upper atmosphere, the sort of light reflecting down off of it. Well, Hillary, I think this concludes negotiations. Only if you wanted to. Hillary will take another step forward, still holding the unlighted saber. Why would you choose that path? Why would you join a side that you know is acting against everything you are taught? Surely you don't want to destroy the galaxy as it is? You don't want to lay waste to these peoples? Where did you become so broken and so lost that you decided the only answer is the fist? You had friends, you had learners, and you chose to leave them all behind, to remove them from the equation, to not give them a choice, to give them a voice, and you chose to leave them. And you came here, and you dwelt inside yourself, and inside your own head, surrounded by these shadows to the point that you thought that was the best way. But there is light. There is light here, and here, and here, and here. I don't care how angry they are. I don't care how much they want to hurt. Honestly, anyone at this point, because I can think of some very specific targets. But there is still light. And you know what? That's what the shadow wants. It wants the light. It doesn't want more shadow. Because it, it knows that the light is necessary. We, all of us, are necessary. You are necessary. We don't get to just walk away and not deal with it. There are always echoes, there are always repercussions. And somebody that you purportedly cared about at one point in your life is sitting in a prison cell because you left him. And he did the same thing you did here, but he hurt others. These shadows, they can't put you in a prison cell. You're already there, and this is just not what you used to be about. We have heard the hope from your history, from your own words, in a little box. We know this is not what you used to be about. Why have you abandoned the light? 
Why have I abandoned the light? Because the light abandoned me. We went to war. And why we did, we were suckered into it. By the time I saw how it had corrupted the Jedi, how it had corrupted me, it was too late to do anything practicable. But now, now after that same enemy has grown complacent, now it is a time to stand up and to rip those controls to take matters into my own hands because there is no one else to do it. A fledgling group of freedom fighters that can barely keep together a small fleet with someone of decent strength and control, it would be a somewhat easy task to free a great many of these people. Free them for what? So that you can see their future and decide it for them? To at least make sure that they aren't going to do great harms to others. By doing greater harm all by yourself? One can see the harm that they are about to do. Should we not? Should we not empower those who they oppress? Should we not instigate something better? People working together, building something. Even if it begins in defiance, something that can hold on. Because if you just go in there and destroy everything, all you're doing is starting another cycle of darkness. And I know a little tiny light can't do a lot, but it can do a damn sight more than you're giving it credit for. I had hoped this conversation would go differently. But at least you tried. Now I think we are out of time. I think we should go prepare for Carl. Leave this old man do his ways. I'm not so sure that Carl will be interested in what this man has to offer. But I don't feel like taking that chance. If we strike first, we are him. We have made the same choice. No, we haven't. His choice was because he thought that he couldn't control his own destiny. None of us are under that illusion. What we do here, we don't do because we think that is the only way. We do because we think it's the right thing. We might be wrong, but we're not him. He and Carl deserve each other, though. I'm all for washing our hands of this. Throw the crystals we have in the holocron into a sun somewhere. And find some more worthwhile quest. Just because neither of them are the right people to have that knowledge doesn't mean that anybody with it will do the wrong thing. See, see, okay, okay. <laughs> well, the problem is, is that if we destroy the hol holocron, which I'm actually completely for, I think that's a great idea. All of that information is still kind of there and points at Ward. 
Lakalakrons are rare and everything, but they're not unique. Yeah, but Carl really wants it. So, because Carl really wants it, I really want to destroy it. Yeah, I, I agree. And Cash. I don't think we should fool ourselves into thinking that this is the only holocron with dangerous knowledge in it, or useful knowledge in it. No. I don't think that's the case, but... I'd hate for all of this to have been for nothing. But if it means the holocron might end up in the Empire's hands, then I won't. I won't stop you. But if we can get it out of here, it still could do some good. Um, I, I want to say that before either of you can really react, uh, if if you'll allow it, Skip kind of wants to grab both of you by the shoulder and pull you down a little bit into like a slight sidebar. Okay. <laughs> Kinda. So the I've been picturing Cash has been staring down Ward throughout this entire thing because I I've almost hurled Force Lightning at him like three times during this conversation. <laughs> so I don't know if she's gonna go for a huddle necessarily, but if you kind of want to be want to be close and and it's just like a little of... little grab. <laughs> it's not a very effective side part. Just, just a little grab towards towards Hillary's direction. Mm. Okay. What? Maybe that's our destiny. We go around and we just destroy all the holocrons we can find. Maybe that's what this is all for. I don't hate that interpretation of events. I don't think that we are good enough or smart enough to get to be the deciders of who gets to have the, the fancy magic information. I think that's just egotistical and I think that just turns you into someone like Ward. But I think we do know who we have to keep it away from. Cash, if you want the pot of gold at the end of this particular rainbow, there it sits. Koba thumbs over towards Ward. Your choice. Hillary is also much closer to the throne than everybody else. Oh, it's I have no illusions that he's not listening in. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. This was oh, yeah, no, like he's, a, secret. he's rummaging like a, in pockets currently. A figurative sidebar. It's just like a <laughs> one last sidebar, fellas. <laughs> One last sidebar. Folks. Team. Pals. I don't want the knowledge for myself. I just... It would have been nice to do something more than destroy for a change, but I guess stick with what you know. Yeah, but some of the best things come out of destruction. There's a type of berry that grow on Caloran that you have to set fire to the fields every year, and then they'll grow. Hillary, what do you think? I think we have to stick with what we know. And what I know is words. Hillary will approach the throne, pull something small and folded out of his pocket, and hand it to Ward, if Ward will take it. Ward will raise an eyebrow and take the flimsy from Hillary. It is going to be a letter that Hillary was working on to send to Markov. Nothing special, just kind of a 
thinking of you thing, Ad acknowledging that things are not working out the way any of us planned kind of stuff. And then he will turn and go back to the other four. I don't want to destroy our friend Boxward, but I respect the choice. I cannot save everyone. I can only try. So why don't we head out? Boxward's not real. All right, Ward. If you ever decide that you'd rather try Hillary's way sometime in the future, I gather you still have Kesha's number. Just give her a dream vision or something. If not, best of luck. <laughs> if that is what the four of you want, I guess I should let you go. My ride shall be here shortly. And with that, you can start hearing the high-pitched scream of a TIE fighter in the distance. Mm -hmm. I think we all know who that is. Yep. Are we really going to leave him here for them? I hope it doesn't turn out the way he wants. Cash, you've just been standing here questioning every decision the three of us have tried to make. If you want something out of this, do it. And believe me, I am tempted. But... I know... I know it's a deliberate path to the dark, not a series of bad days. You gotta choose the light over and over again to make it worthwhile. And... What I want to do, what I think needs to be done, I don't feel like it's the right course. So fine. Let's go. Skip is just has this very pained expression looking in the direction of, of Kesh and Hillary. There's just a lot of thinking visible on there. As for mentioned, not as super used to deep thoughts face. Skip has a very pained expression looking over at Kesh and Hillary. And for a moment, there is a, a flinching sort of gesture at their carbine. Uh, and then they just let out a deep breath. Okay, but we don't know that he's not going to try to help Carl, so we need to tie him up and gag him so that he can't do wizard magic right here. I do think he's going to let us do that. You know what? Go for it. I'm, I'm done questioning. I mean, he doesn't have to let us. He can be unconscious. Shrugs. In your general direction. I don't think that he would help Carl, uh, honestly. I, I think he'd be more interested in seeing the outcome. But I understand. What do you think? Since I'm sure you've been listening. <laughs> yes, yes, laugh enigmatically. We're all very impressed. <laughs> I am more thinking that what is going to happen. Oh, gosh. 
Look, I mean, it's totally reasonable to not want this loose end of potential oh, wizard no, magic here. Entirely. It's just, okay, now they're talking about tying him up, and that's just not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with that he is decidedly jumping away from four of you. Mm. Oh, give me a break. He can see the future, Skip. Let's just get this over with. Here's my one thing that I've been pondering that I think might be a good idea for us to do now-ish is take care of the conflict. Oh. Do that just before the end of... I feel like I have utterly failed at getting any. Oh, no, I have five. (laughs) Just five. I think I have, like, one. Yeah. I have three, which has not been easy to stay that low. Ooh, yeah. I have actual dice because a friend sent me dice. They're still in plastic. Ah, what do I need? I need a 10. D10. Going by my records, I've got Koba at 7, Skip at 5, Kesh at 3, and Hillary at 1. Oh, well, right. I kicked off the rolling, ah. and I got a 4 minus my 3. Kesh's morality goes up to a 33. <laughs> I don't remember how this works because I just can't keep this in my head. I rolled a one. I don't remember what direction we go in. So if you're, if you roll lower than your conflict, you, your morality falls by the difference. Oh, okay. Uh, if you roll, means... which is why like more conflict means you fall more or, or are more likely to fall. So I, yeah. I go negative four. Okay. That doesn't make much of a difference, but. Which, yeah, I guess you do 54. Yeah, 40. I rolled a nine, so I gained two morality and continue to just be very decidedly in the upper 40s. 56 then, because I was at 60. Yeah. yeah and so. Hillary rises up to 60. Minus okay. one gets a 62. Can't stay away from that middle ground. What is cash? Uh, 33. And so Koba? I'm four points from... Four. 48. Managed not to do it. And you said I was 60? Uh, 62. 62. Didn't look that old. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, you're a dinosaur. That's true. I kind of always looked old. I was either mm. a cute baby or old. And trust me, I was a very cute baby. Sounds like you've been conflicted, my love. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. You can find me, Christine, at Twelfth Night. That's 1-2-T-H night with a K. And I'm at Ace Picarito, A-C-E-P-I-K-O-R-I-T-O. I don't get to spell mine. That's no fair. I'm Ren out of time. That's Ren, like the bird, W-R-E-N. O-U-T... O-F-T-I-M-E. Well, th- I'm My assuming USA? people know how to spell out of time. Although it's I really missed an opportunity what if it was like time doing like the out spice. of time. <laughs> I, sh- I should have wrote Ren out of time. Uh, and it's me, Leslie, at Leslie GS. How do you spell Leslie? How do you spell GS? L-E-S, L-I-T, G-S. G-E-E. S. I said yes. <laughs>
We are all at theheidianway.com, where you can find previous episodes. You can find more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Plus, you can help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing. We're also on Facebook as The Hydean Way. You can holocom us at heroes at theheidianway.com. If you like what we do and you want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash theheidianway. Or you can send us some creds for the post-credits uh, diner scene, because boy howdy, are we going to need a treat. And it better not contain eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> well, like eggnog, eggnog, maybe, but like Over eggnog mixed with stuff. But, but, oh, not, but not eggnog and white chocolate together. Uh, that, oh. That's just some... Ugh. That yeah, no. taste, taste memory is going to live with me for a long time. Creds for the post-credits uh, scene at ko-fi.com slash the hiding way. <laughs> Ataru Striker. Nice. Good job getting your name right this time. Hey, it's very difficult being me. Skip, we've got like 700 experience. We're basically the most competent people in the galaxy. Isn't that a terrifying thought? I'm being fairly serious. I don't even know how to respond. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure how you count experience. Is it item by item? <sighs> I agree, Skip. But let's make it a surprise party. So that Koba can't rain it out before we get rolling. You know I carry a gun, right? I'm not saying we're going to jump out and go boo. That seems very foolish. Oh, I'll do that. I can make walls out of stone. It's fine. Cash. Cash. Yes. Will you help us plan a party? I'm really not much of a party planner. Oh, it's fine. You just uh, look into the future and tell us when Koba is not there and there. It's very helpful. It's called a oh, lookout. Oh, I, I, I can definitely do that. I mean, See, I, I might just... become evil, and that might be a problem <laughs> for the party if I do that, but... <laughs> I was just thinking we'd have you distract Koba while we plan the party. Skip and Hillary arrive at Koba's uh, apartment with all the party stuff to find Koba's just like sitting there on the couch, <laughs> minding his own business. And then, and then they both like, it occurs to him at the same time, Kesh is evil now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I wanted to fall for a good reason. And what's a better reason than trying to make your friend's rotation day good? I mean, it's either that or throwing lightning in Ward's face in a second. So <laughs> it's fine. I mean, even-handed right there. Lightning, <laughs> birthday parties. So, when do we do the episode where the B-plot is skipped trying to find out Koba's favorite food? <laughs> that is exactly what was hey, going on I in my head. I love that episode. In a oh. little bit. I can see that. Okay. Uh, did Leslie ever do Hillary? No, yeah. I don't think she did. <laughs> yeah, no, she did, and then oh, she, I, she did, I started yeah. talking afterwards. Okay, yep. uh, no, that's where I got right. And then the rabbit hole. 
Okay, yeah. okay. So, okay. Right. so now we're up to so, question. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. What? Well, now you just got me thinking about all of my birthday parties. Rotation day. Rotation day parties. <laughs> you gotta start trickify it. I mean, Star <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm very tired. <laughs> this uh, is just all one big blooper. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm gonna get much useful out of Skip today. Uh, <laughs> Hillary. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I'm now just like chuckling at things in my brain. Ate <laughs> something real gross. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, Skip, that's probably been sitting yeah. in your bag for months now. Mm. When oh, was no. the last time we had that, eggs? That was my favorite food. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that does not, not no, look like legit. it would be good. It's bad. bad. It's still in my mouth. It's real bad. <laughs> oh, God. I am not certain who uh, Hirardei uh, squares are, but um, eggnog and chocolate mm-hmm. seems like a bad combination to me. Mm-hmm. Isn't Hirardei squares a game uh, you can play on a court? With like some rackets. Oh, it's a g sound. I thought it was like <laughs> my name. That's <laughs> 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 oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ben. Did you want to run a game tonight? <laughs> No, no, I'm kind of happy with this. But yeah, we probably should get Christine doing things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So our destiny pool, we're back to two light side points and four dark side points. <laughs> now I'm just crying for laughing about this. We're gonna we're gonna defeat Ward with the power of laughter. We'll turn him good again. That'll be that. <laughs> okay, everybody have their uh, their joke set ready. I mean, we've got an arena here. We just need a microphone. It looks like it's got excellent acoustics. I figured I would go for a dramatic entrance that ends in kind of a pratfall. Maybe a dramatic tumble and then pop back up. Ta-da! I did forget my top hat, though. Oh, no. (laughs) You better spend a light side point on that. (laughs) Skip can just make me one out of the the sand. Rambo's screaming, sorry. I cannot hear Rambo screaming. That's good. But I do not doubt you. And I don't know why I replied like I was Hillary. But <laughs> I did. Dinosaur to dinosaur. Mm. Perhaps we are communicating. Or would be if I could hear him. It's the control that is an illusion. You didn't have enough respect for that power, and it's out now. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 
while Hillary's rolling, I do want to point out just how it's striking me that this is kind of the opposite stance that Koba and Skip are taking on this versus the argument they had in <laughs> Tree Town, where Skip was all like idealistic and yelling at Koba for not trying to help people. <laughs> hmm. <clears throat> Hooray. Character growth. Maybe. That's what we would expect <laughs> from uh, the protagonist. Yeah. Skip, skip, skip's just over this. Yeah, this is the result of the of the protagonist going through the dark forest, you know? It's going to map, map uh, Skip's entire arc over this campaign to the hero's journey. Just one to one. Oh, God. It's like poetry, it rhymes. Leave. <laughs> Why? I think this is perfectly reasonable. This is all just nonsense. Why don't we all just go on a nice vacation and leave it all behind? No, I'm I'm super I'm super game to go kill the force. <laughs> Hillary is not participating in this sidebar because he was not brought in on it. No, I said I said I pulled them down towards Hillary's direction because you're the small one. Oh, you! I heard you pull down two people, and I yeah, I, I was I, I had stepped the two ahead taller and away ones from down the... towards you. Did not I mean, to be fair, Koba's only very marginally taller than Hillary. <laughs> and Hillary <laughs> is also fair. much closer to the throne than everybody else. And I need to ask you all a question about agency right now. What in this moment do you all as players, what are you hoping for in terms of the mortality of Ward? If somebody strikes out at Ward, Hillary will try to stop them. He doesn't want them to make that choice. Oh, I'm not talking about Hillary. I'm talking about you as players and the fun that you want out of this. I want an ending. It, it doesn't have to be a, a combat or dealing with, dealing with word. I, I Christine the player. Um, it, it feels a little anticlimactic to, to have come this far and, and that's, that's it. But um, I also think if the, the decision is to destroy the, the holocron and, and move on and see how things turn out, that's still a, still a conclusion, which is mostly what I, what I'm going for. It's not what Kesh wants, but Kesh is, is trying not to do the things she wants. In that okay. context, I personally am fine with leaving Ward. I fully expect that, that there's going to be a final combat with Carl because, Carl's having fun lording everything over everybody, so that's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And in that case... Yeah, my expectation is that either he ends up dead or definitively stranded by the end of this, or he's our friend. That's kind of my meta expectation. I don't want him to be our friend. He's a jerk. 